Welcome to Tarpod, The Scoop. We're here to bring you your weekly dose of the latest and most relevant internal talent news from here and around the world. It's hard-hitting, topical, and served with Tarpod's special blend of intelligence and fun. Well, fun anyway. So sit back and open your mind as we hand over to our news anchors, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. And don't forget, take notes, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Scoop. I'm Lauren, and your co-host sitting next to me is... Craig Watson, and we are here to present to you all the weekly news making headlines in the talent acquisition space. We're going to try to focus fairly locally, but we'll also go global when needed, right? Absolutely. We're going to try and bring you some of the hard-hitting news. You can bring us the news and we'll throw it on out there. So what are we going to kick off with, Lauren? Well, I think in the IT news I was reading this morning that NBN Co are going to shed approximately 10% of their staff and their workforce. So that's around about 500 positions in real terms between now and the end of the fin year, which is really three and a half months away. A spokesperson said that the company had kicked off an engagement engagement process with employees today about changes that will affect the size and shape of the company. Is that concerning? Is that concerning for the broader IT market or is this just something that we're going to see intermittently I, over the next, next year? I think we're going to see a lot more layoffs over the next year, mm. six months, especially around the tech sector as they ramped up so damn quickly coming out of covid it was like a panic stations to hire as many as they could. And I think they all overhired. Well, it sort of leads into a, a bigger global picture, doesn't it, with it Meta does. this week? Yeah, and the source for the metadata is basically bloody everywhere. You can <laughs> click on any yeah. news source at the moment and pick that one. Zuckerberg's Meta is laying off another 10,000 people and instituting a further hiring freeze as part of the company's year of efficiency. Year one, of efficiency. one way of putting it, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Um, which was announced on Tuesday. Uh, the restructuring, which will see a further 5,000 unfilled job adverts closed, without hiring comes less than six months after the company announced another wave of 11,000 redundancies at its peak in 2022. So we're talking globally here. So Lauren, do you reckon because not only are they they laying off 10,000 people, but they're closing off 5,000 unfilled roles, do you see this impacting their talent acquisition team? I do see it impacting the TA team, but I also see it impacting the job seekers. Are they going to want to be working for these big global conglomerates such as Meta, Amazon with all these layoffs? And knowing that we're seeing it happen so regularly, are they going to probably start looking at Mm. jobs, I would say, that are a bit more secure in the mid size companies. So they'll benefit, do you think, from this? I think so. I think you're going to see candidates being a little bit more cautious, especially in the US market, about where they're going to go. All right, so Some, why don't we hit a bit lo- more locally here and, and head on nice over news, right? head on over to the ditch. Head over the ditch. So Forbes has recently announced that Auckland has placed fifth in the worldwide index on the best cities for work-life balance, which is really good. It's really interesting because everyone's looking for work-life balance. Absolutely. I'm a huge fan of the hybrid work model. The other thing is the index, it looked at 128 major cities across the globe and determined the places that would fare best when it comes to workers' well-being. And Auckland ran fifth. How did the some of the Aussie cities go? Well, uh, Brizzy came 17th, Melbourne came in 18th, and Sydney came in at 22. Very respectable. Which is pretty respectable. But on the jobs front, let's talk about some positive news. We know this is going to be Australia-wide. We don't know exactly where, but... We do. The submarines that got announced with the... 
AUKUS, I love that, AUKUS Defence Pact, will require 20,000 new jobs over the next 30 years. So the detail of the employment boost came in federal government analysis as Prime Minister Anthony Albanese arrived in the US city of San Diego to officially announce the AUKUS deal. So the Fin Review um, reported this one for us and the government data showed that at its peak of construction should support 8,500 direct jobs. That's right. not including all the indirect suppliers to go with that. So, so that'll be actually building or designing and all that so sort of stuff. So whoever lands, whichever city lands this on the coast is going to be having boomtown. And, and, and Lauren, correct me if I'm wrong, but this You're is not wrong. Ju- <laughs> this is not just manufacturing jobs. We're going to have design, so there'll be elements of IT. There's going to be engineering. There'll be all sorts of jobs associated with this. Absolutely, because they're going to probably wherever they're going to put this, they're going to have to build whole campuses of residences mm. for any FIFO workers that are coming in temporarily. You're also going to look at all subsidiary staff and catering, cleaning, uh, part supplies, anything else that goes along with that. So there is going to be a big knock-on on secondary jobs here. So whoever is putting in the bid to get this in your port city, yeah. bloody well put I, your hand up, party people. I did read that it was going to be Eastern Seaboard, but they're not sure where yet. Um, but also there's going to be some impacts in West Australia with their ports that already that are already in existence. They're going to be getting some jobs as well. There you go. Let's spread it Australia-wide. Spread the love. Come on, Let's Albo. spread some more love. Well, there's a bit more love. This there's is a, a bit, bit of a bittersweet love. one coming from Qantas. So they announced that they will hire nearly 10,000 people over the next decade in post-pandemic boom, but the union claims it won't happen unless there's an overhaul of pay conditions. Of course they're saying that. Of course. The airline have said they will create 8,500 new high-skill jobs over the next decade, including pilots, engineers, cabin crew and airport staff. Wait, can you give us your best cabin crew? Uh, oh, you think I should go back to being cabin crew? Yeah, go on. Can you just, just give us a little – what right. did you used to say? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard your ANSET flight through to Sydney. My name is Lauren. I'll be your cabin manager. Your pilot today is Craig. He is your first officer and a moron. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you should be back on that for sure. I reckon I could get my old job back. Sure. So the breakdown is going to be approximately 4,500 cabin crew. I could teach them all how to speak that way now that they – well, actually, they don't (laughs) even have to talk anymore. They've got recordings. (laughs) And then you've got pilots, about 1,600, 800 engineers, and then we've got other subsidiary roles there. a lot of pilots. 1,600 pilots. Yeah, I know. So they're currently got 23,000, uh, just over 23,000 employees. They're going to boost it to 32,000. I'm also wondering, are they going to start bringing in some other jobs back into Qantas like your baggage handlers and a few other things that they've outsourced? Yeah, because I've got to say the quality and the service has slipped there, Qantas. Get your shit it together. Has. Unless you've got one of those air tags, you're just not safe these days. Absolutely, and we and also Qantas have purchased the rights for three hundred eleven new aircraft um, after the pandemic, so that will obviously be what they're using with all of these new cabin crew and pilots. Well, absolutely, with that $1 billion profit that they've just made with the hike of airfares, you just start spending it, Qantas. Bring some service back, please. That's another whole question. They made a billion-dollar profit with with one year still impacted by pandemic uh, and less flights. I phew, hate to see what it's going to be like for them in a normal year. I'd like to be own some shares and get the dividends on that one. Ah, uh, well, but anyway, that's a wrap for today, everybody. That's all we've got to bring you. So... I can say it's a goodbye from me, but also before I do say, um, sign off, if you do hear of any news in our industry that may impact you or other people, drop us a line because we want to keep you up to date with all the current stuff. if you are out there creating the news... 
Give us a bell. Newsmakers and news shakers. Absolutely. Give us a bell. Happy to drop you in. So, everybody. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Stay classy, Wagga Wagga.